1: And welcome to a special episode of Wolves Fancast. Uh, Now we're not going to talk about the W word on this week's show. Now you will will be relieved. Don't worry, it's not that W word. We're not going to talk about. Don't worry, we won't be mentioning that at all. It's the other W word. It's the main W word for us, and that's Wolves. Uh, But we're not really going to talk about that much this week because we're going to talk about a subject that's close to our hearts here at Wolves Fancast, and that's mental health. Now. One in four of us will experience a mental health uh, problem each year, and one in six of us will kind of report experiencing some form of mental health problem uh, in any given week. And over the last kind of weeks and months, as a group, some of us, as we've got to know each other, have kind of expressed our challenges that we've had in mental health, either previously or currently. And we kind of, as a group, decided we thought it'd be good to kind of get together and talk about different things with mental health for you know a number of reasons really one to we think it's a good subject to talk about Uh, two you know that you may be listening and have had uh, a challenge with mental health previously or now and just to show you that it's it's okay to talk about it and you're not alone in in this as well but also you may be someone who has never experienced a mental health problem and you may not Understand why people feel in certain ways, and hopefully, through this, you may get a bit more of an understanding of what those feelings are and how you know people can ha- have a challenge sometimes in their life now or previously. Uh, on the podcast, I should mention Rich is here. Hello, everyone. Adam's here. Hello, uh, sharing mics. So, do not blame me for the audio. Is Roy. yeah. This
2: is the beard mic, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and hey, uh, hello, it's the bald and the beard mic. Uh, beard. Uh, Andy's here as well.
3: I'm not promising to mention the other W word. My <laughs> yeah. taping. Citation there, we need to yeah. get it. Legal <laughs> disclaimer, yeah. legal disclaimer. I'm we-
2: sure we'll wrestle with a few issues on the show tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just of
1: we're going to go into a bit more depth about this in a second, gentlemen. I thought I wanted to break the ice first, because I think we all know this is, and we'll talk about it on the show, it can be, because of how society's been in the last few years, a difficult subject, to be honest And open about so I thought I wanted to break the ice first and have a very short sentence answer from you gentlemen as we're recording this podcast in mid-November just want to quickly know when is the appropriate time to put up a Christmas tree? Andy very short answer if
3: it was up to me I wouldn't bother but my other half will piss and moan (laughs) until I get it done but I've already seen some now. I would think anything before December is probably too early,
1: though. Okay, so mm, if you, if I was to give you kind of a time frame of, yep, you can put it up now. When when is that time frame?
3: <laughs> first of December would be acceptable.
2: First of December, okay, right. Yeah, same. First first of December as you start in your first Advent calendar, then, and this applies to music on the radio as well because yes. my other half has a bit of boob lay on in October, you know, even going back to September. <laughs> um, so, but no, December is the cut-off, it's December, we're in the month, it's coming, that's fine. Adam, and and, and, and no. then end after the 26th. Take it down. Yeah, get rid of it.
4: Adam? Yeah, December is the month of Noel, so that's, yeah, I don- <laughs> I mean, some people are quite eager, aren't they? On, on certain estates, you see that they're, they're, up, they're up in November, aren't they? The house, <laughs> the LED lights are out. Yeah. Because I'd have thought the Christmas bat signals are out. <laughs> yeah. Like, <all laughs> like, what are you doing? I haven't seen any yet. Have you seen I've any? Oh, i yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, so
2: Probably where you socialise, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, what are you going for? What's your Sim-
5: similar? I mean, we're quite fortunate this year that the first lands on a Saturday, so it's prime. Like yeah. you've got a Saturday, mm. wolves aren't playing up well, it's on a friday so you've kind of got a you know a weekend to get it done so i think that's going to be the same for most people i think probably in america it's, is it thanksgiving this week i think it's this weekend it's, yeah, it'll be, yeah. yeah so yeah. like i think it's usually like, for americans so i'll kind of try and do most of it after that point mm. I, it feels weird if you're doing it in november like yeah. it, it's December I feel December, like it's yeah,
1: getting a, a, the acceptability is starting to creep well, back I'll tell you what i tell you what tell you gotten, doesn't
4: help is that now because I work in Birmingham I have to walk past the German market yeah, every right, day yeah, and yeah. That, didn't that started that, yeah. that, that stopped, started last Thursday yeah oh, so that started you know we, and the same guys on karaoke singing all day as I found out and so every time I'm walking um, for lunchtime, he's singing his karaoke and his Noel songs and he's also still singing when I leave yeah. work we're That's holding, depressing.
5: Yeah, we're holding a that is depressing. We're holding a Christmas drinks event at work on the 29th of November, oh, okay. and okay. I don't quite know uh, how Rich, I feel. Roy, Roy I isn't <laughs> laughing at that by the way. Roy's just taking the <laughs> call. Well, he should call. do. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it wasn't me who organised it, but yeah. I don't quite feel it, it, it's a Christmas drinks and That's awards. We we'll but come on, midweek we're, as yes, right? no, well. It's no, a first, no, We no, tend to hold events on a Thursday. Yes, all right. hmm? Okay. Yeah. Good call, Roy.
2: I share it with the pod? Guys, um, <laughs> getting in yeah. a room for your 77 club. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's fine. Tradesman, we are waiting for an electrician to come round tonight and he's just wrong. me to say, no, nah, I'm not going to pop round oh. tonight. So my wife stopped in all night. She would kind of have to because we do have a child so we don't tend to leave the child on the road. Um, <laughs> That's good. Yeah, just to put that out there, if anyone's listening <laughs> from <our> social <laughs> services. Um, but you carry on and I'll just text her to say, okay, just... You know, it's all good. It's all good in the hood. No lucky tonight. No, (laughs) say that. No Mid mid
1: December for me, always been mid December. Get the tree up. I can't start December still. It
3: was always two weeks before Christmas. That's when I'm still of that mentality.
1: and talking on Richard's boy garden centres this weekend or next weekend are rubbing their hands for December. Here we go, people. I'm already seeing signs
5: saying Works Garden Centre Christmas trees. Well, the garden centres are available. I I don't know why you're doing it. Like, makes sense to get it. You know. Get it in your mind early,
2: but... Just, just while us away, did we discuss real or fake? No, that's no, a no, good topic. So have a quick one?
1: Let's have a quick one-word yeah. answer,
2: real or fake? Uh,
1: fake. Fake. Real.
4: Oh, fake electricians or fake no.
2: <laughs> 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 Well, I know one of you on the number. <laughs>
5: uh, yeah, Fake real if i could buy have a fake one real deal baby <laughs> get get a cat I a mean, video yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Dave puts on the uh, lumberjack shirt yeah his own down Dave's day town <Day> <laughs> chase no run
5: oh, run man, run yeah. <laughs> yeah. see yeah. us run <laughs>
2: it is it's a nightmare pets and children yeah.
5: but nothing like I'm sure thing. I'm sure we'll do a special fan cast Christmas episode where think... we'll just break down every single Christmas <laughs> one
2: <laughs> I think it's needed anyway I reckon Stu has real
1: do you think? Yeah, I think she has a real <laughs> We'll never get to this pod are we? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she, she has um, on, look, m- multiple, multiple of yeah. the small LED ones. Yeah. The- oh, yeah, definitely. I yeah. think that that's a fan casting for Christmas, isn't it, in terms of Wolves players? What Didn't they have real fake. <laughs> yeah. so we'll do that. And we'll let you enjoy that another time, shall we? Uh We're going to talk a bit more about, obviously, the topic we're talking about today and these mental health. And I was trying to think of uh, a, an opening question in this bit of the podcast for everybody. Um, and the bit, the question I've come up with is, what is mental health like if you had to describe it as an object or an event? And for people at home who are trying to think, you know, I don't know how to do that. Let me kind of give you a kind of a helping hand to give you kind of an example. For me, um, previously and sometimes currently, I can experience anxiety. It's something I probably accepted more in my late twenties, um, and I see it um, as four stages everyone try and keep track of this one this is where it's going to get interesting I see it as four stages peacetime, skirmish, civil war, f- world war right, ok so peacetime is what I feel at the moment I think I'm quite happy at the moment nothing going on skirmish is when you for me I might have an anxiety or worry that lasts a few minutes, a few hours, a day and it's kind of sorted there and then a civil war can last a few days a couple of weeks until I feel like i can get it resolved in my head and a world war is literally constant. Mm-hmm. Every you know, first thing you think of when you wake up, the last thing you think of when you at night. The exhaustion of fighting your mind and fighting almost like a, a different person mm-hmm. to kind of get this to make you realise that everything's okay. And about four or five years ago, I was at you know full war for a a good year, you know, and you have to put this front on. You have to kind of make people not realise that it's going. You know, the battle that's going through your brain. Uh, but that's how I see it. I see it in four stages, I see it almost like a conflict, as it were. How would other people, it may not be for yourself, it may just be how you perceive it in society, but how do people see mental health as an object or an event, if you can categorise it?
3: would describe it as being at the beach, and you've got the water there, and sometimes the the, the, the tide can be out and everything's fine and it's sunny, Sometimes the water can creep into the shore to shore a bit closer to you mm. and you can feel either a little bit anxious or, or I suffer with depression so you can feel it creeping close mm. by mm. or sometimes the tide can be right in and you're up to your neck in it yeah. and it feels very difficult to try and fight against it but what I would say is that there are some people who are going to be excellent swimmers and other people who aren't yep so the people will find when the tide's in, they'll just be able to carry on as if it's normal. Whereas other people probably won't and they'll feel a little bit like they're drowning and it's too much.
4: That's another thing, like it's a similar analogy, but like on the levels of a bucket and how many holes are at the bottom of the bucket. Yeah. So like on on good days, there's loads of holes in the bucket and the, everything, all the, the worry, i.e. the water can just drain away, but then to the worst stages that you'll find that the water keeps rising and the holes aren't there's enough not can not be enough holes in the bucket to keep the water yeah. reaching the top which is the the overflow at which point that's the breakdown point and then um i think i'm kind of similar to to you Dave, in a way in the fact because i've got like floating anxiety so mm. it's always there or thereabouts but sometimes, like a, sometimes
2: the, like
1: a thought can just pop in
2: yeah
4: that's how or... and so like i mean mine goes back probably about 13 years ago, since I've had it, mm. and um, it can come and go. So you'll go through days, sometimes weeks, and nothing, yeah. nothing, or but nothing will be an mm. issue. And then you have that little trigger point, or the water, unbeknownst, it starts to fill up, mm. and then you'll start you you start to feel different. Well, you, well I guess it's different for most people, but. Um, yeah, you, you, then you know, all the symptoms start happening, and w- which you, you kind of after 13 years you kind of realise when it's when, when it's happening. But at the start you don't, and you have to kind of deal with that, don't you? you have to understand yeah. what's what's what's, yeah. what's happening. You know what's going on here. I don't know, I've normally felt this way, or why am I reacting this way? And it takes a while to kind of really figure it out yeah. if That's you're not if you don't know. Yeah.
2: yeah do you want to go first, or Yeah, uh, no. I want to thank you. It's a strange one for me because. There's varying degrees of of mental health and and I perhaps haven't been to the point where I've been um, restricted and destabilised in terms of mental health and being that restrictive to me. I've had, I mentioned this to the group, I've got a couple of really close friends who have gone through some hard times recently and I'm learning just like anyone else. I mean when I was reading up about the different levels and different extremities and Anxiety and mental health for me, sometimes is, in my everyday life, when I do my job, I have to rationalize what I do. You know, my job is rationalizing, that's what I'm paid for, and now and again, I get irrational fears, whereby the most, um, and this probably leads into anxiety on, on my level, whereby it may sound so ridiculous, but if I'm at a restaurant, and I'm going to order a meal for one moment, I'm like, I'm not comfortable doing this. And it's really, yeah. really mm. weird. And I get uncomfortable, and I speak to my wife, who I'm always saying, I can't do that, or I can't pick that phone up. Now, outwardly, I'm confident, I'm happy, I'm all good, but I sometimes have real irrational fears, and so that's my personal experience. I mean, I've had points in my life where everything seems fantastic and I've been depressed and I won't say suicidal but there there was certainly a point in my life where I was living on my own and I thought life was great I was going out all the time everything was fun and I remember being close to this window at this flat that I was living at and I felt so my mind was just and I had to take myself back Mm. and I've never got back to that window fortunately and I'm still trying to make sense of the whole, um, you know, because there's there's so much to it. But the, the, to, to answer your question, hopefully a little bit more succinctly, it, it's is that irrational feel, mm. feeling that people have. I was chatting to my friend just as, as we were way up in the car, and he was saying it wasn't so much a live event and that kind of triggered it, but there was something embedded in him that all of a sudden the most simplest and the most easiest tasks in the world were, were difficult and it's that all-encompassing feeling.
1: Do you ever, uh, just a quick, do you ever have that feeling as well where, once that event has gone away, you go and have this think of, why was I feeling like that? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, you almost have an out-of-body experience, you're like,
2: what? Like I I say, that as an example, is the most routine things you do in your life, and suddenly, I can't do that. It could be shyness. It could be something from back as as a childhood. And it might not be as as severe as that. And as I say, I've not had it to the point where I've struggled to get up in the morning, but I still have moments where I've had to say, can you apologise to me tonight? Can you make an excuse? Because I can't put myself Mm. in that situation. Mm. And I just need that time. And I need that time. And I think when I think about it, and, you know, life events and, and, you know, you guys know I had a tough time with my daughter and what we went through the absolute positive is in my life when I'm going through those things I don't feel I'm far off but I have certain mechanisms which I think help Mm. and exercise was massive Mm. for me if I'm out of exercising or my diet or I'm not sleeping good then I feel I'm on the fringes of Mm. not feeling Mm. right but running for me was amazing because it just took me to a place it's not for everyone and people find the different ways and you know and means so in terms of what it means to me at the moment I'm in a good place but I've been close to it in the past and i brought myself back by putting those mechanisms but what I've found with people that I know is and and it's something we've talked about and I remember Andy saying something in the group when it's, it's never really the cry of helps it's the people that seem to be getting on but there's that under bedded feeling yeah. that mm. something's not quite there. Yeah.
1: I think secrecy is something we'll, we'll yeah. touch on yeah. in a sec. But Rich, you wanted to
2: Rich. say something as yeah,
5: well. Yeah, well, um, I mean, you guys have sort of pretty much summed it up. And s- I'm sorry, you mentioned about we're me running because that sort oh, of gonna be wow. my, my analogy because mm. I think, um, you know, it's kind of easy but difficult to compare mental health to physical health. So the only way I can do it in my head is like compare it to going for a run. You know, I'm... Most of the time, I can run a five. You know, I'm not as fit as I used to be, but I could put on a pair of trainers and still run a half-decent 5K. But there might be an occasion where I pull my hamstring halfway through. I might not be able to even get going. I'll feel sluggish. And for me, that's what it can be like. So most of the time, it's fine. Mm. And I can just breeze through it without a care in the world. It's half an hour of my life. Other times, I've got halfway through and just gone and just stopped. Mm. No matter what um, you do, you can't yeah, get. Yeah, I like, think it's yeah. it's really interesting that uh, I, I struggle with like I, I'm. It feels that um, I, to be fair, both Adam and Dave, you seem almost quite. I say matured, to the fact of them sort of being able to break it down sort of four mm. different stages. Because for me, I said to Beth the other day, like I feel like I've got two very separate two mental states, and it's either I am top of the world, I am rich i i can just do whatever i will walk in and i'll be you know outgoing and just completely i was going to say shine that feels
0: on it yeah Yeah, yeah. i'll just be completely Mm. on it
5: or i won't be Mm -hmm. and i will just be completely sluggish and not be in a right frame of mind to do anything Uh, but i can probably i'm probably not quite there emotionally to actually, there are parts in between those two ends of a spectrum that I don't necessarily. I'm not at a point where I can pick up. Mm, Can't identify. I guess, yeah, you know, and like yeah. I'm sure they're there. Oh, no, they must be there. But yeah, it's quite interesting to sort of see that you kind of not necessarily know. Mm. I think that's because it's sometimes hard to kind of get in and out of those Mm. moments i think it's what Roy
1: said before about rationalizing so i think you're able to Mm. what me and adam just talked about they're able to kind of understand the the trigger points i think we can understand Mm. it but it's just Mm. trying to Mm. um manage it i think is and then knowing how to manage it and it's very tricky to know how to manage it i mean you can
4: Mm. i've done on sessions cbt stuff all that and it's still it's not it's not the case if you realise it and you go, right, I know yeah. And yeah, it's there. It, it just goes away, anything yeah. but. Yeah, anything but it's, you've just got to learn to somehow cope with what with what's going on and then everyone's got their own things that mm-hmm. they do. So and like and exercise, there's for example, so many
3: different ways of doing it. Like yeah. CBT, mm-hmm. group therapy, one-on-one therapy, drugs, everything. You know, there's so much available for mm-hmm. people to mm-hmm. actually get that help they need.
1: I feel like, Judgment, we're on the first of a little segue off This for a second, I want to segue to Walls for a second. I know some of you are going to mention it very much. Very briefly, I'm going to say this to you Walls 4, Leicester City 3. What a bloody day that was! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I I know this is this game, it came to me the other day because the one overriding memory of this game, and I want to just quickly hear everybody's other overriding memory of this game, is the post match interview. With the leicester city manager mickey adams I mickey adams yeah. where, I, remember, I remember this actually where i remember as a kid watching it on sky sports news <coughs> the interviewer's doing his questions he was you know the mickey adams was answering them and i can remember watching it going but yeah like he looks re- he looks like shocked he looks like the mm. world has ended and right at the end the interviewer said something like mickey you, you look like you're in shock and like he was like, yeah, yeah, I am. I just can't believe it. I, just, I the overriding. I just remember, mm. and that for some reason that's always stuck mm. with me. Mm. I've never seen a football manager post match look that kind of almost like the it, world has been taken from him. It was ridiculous. I remember just in a, some ways
4: mm. world I were like, looking at him, was just powerless. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He literally the a man who just couldn't stop what was happening, and mm. it, he just couldn't process it after after the game. He's like, and the interview. I don't know if you can still find it online anywhere, but you might be able to, but. Yeah, when you look at him, it's just—it's like he's been asked questions, but he doesn't even know what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. it's in the third
3: person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's in, it's it was it's almost like PTSD, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it was so shell shocked. He like, yeah. needed
5: like one of those foil blankets. <laughs> yeah, anyone <laughs> <laughs> well, so,
1: else got any overriding memories of that, of that day?
5: I do because um, I, for some reason, it was the—I st- know where it was. It was the start of the October half term, and for some reason, we decided to go on holiday as a family. So I missed the game <laughs> and we listened to the first half an hour on the no, the first half on the radio until we got out of range of BBC W M. And missed the second half of the radio <laughs> <laughs> until we got to the place. <laughs> just, yeah. So yeah, I, I missed the greatest kind of game of that like little era of that year of Wolves been in the Premier League. I think so, I was at work.
3: It was during the period of time when I would have been working Saturdays yeah. and so I didn't get to see as much I had, um,
4: as I, I had a season ticket in the Steve John Ireland stand as it yeah. was then mm-hmm. um, J7 and then um, everyone everyone was just queuing up to leave at half time honestly there was like there was a mm-hmm. bigger queue to just go out the turnstiles <laughs> and there were the toilets not, that's not far off an exaggeration
1: but you, we s- uh, you stuck your ground and said don't worry we, lads we're going to do it no, and they if, won't, Adam. They're no. not gonna come back.
4: Well, I Michael. used to, I used to always go, I used to go and see my my friend, and I think, I think she sat on like J four or something, and then I, 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 I just didn't bother. I thought, I just, I just, was, was the, as I'll come on to you later. I just I thought, what's the point? Both phrase I'll use for later on. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, what's the point? Because I thought there's nothing. I, I just sat there. Just, thought, well, this, 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 this is just gone. And then I used to sit behind some, I used to sit in front of some chaps from Eversham and then when the fourth goal went in. It was just, like, I spoke to them, I started getting to know them, but like you said, have a big embrace, like you've been friends for your whole life, and you're just diving into the aisles.
2: I don't think the term limbs was even known back then, was it? (laughs) No. But it is the right occasion for it, exactly. I I remember, I I had a season ticket, I was in the opposite stand in the Billy Wright, my dad, and similar to, to Price there, I do genuinely remember people leaving, looking for the doors and asking the steward you know, can I can I go, you know, and I take the side exit, yeah, there you go, there you go, and it was quite empty by the second half, but um, momentum is like massive, isn't mm. it, and, and it was just, even that first one, you just knew, yeah. you didn't want to say anything, because you kind of like, you know, it's like when Danny Baker talked on his podcast, like nothing can go wrong now, it was like, but you just knew it was coming, you just knew, and it's, um, it's a great parallel to using this. That's clever what you've done using it in this episode because, you know... Yes, it's, mm, yes. Well, yes see, it's, <laughs> it's clever, yes. Yeah. No, that's it is. That, that's it what is. I meant. It <laughs> no, it is, because I can see what you're getting at and, and, and that's emotion, isn't it? And that's pure unadulterated mm. right, emotion and then it's kind of got, being defeated, going, fucking hell, what is happening here? Mm. And then coming away elated and that's kind of mm. what life's well, like away if you think yeah.
3: about Paul Lambert's tenure at Wolves, here oh, we go he, away oh, yeah, oh. Just to say, when he joined Wolves, everyone was saying that he looks trim, he looks yeah. happy, he's up for it. By the time he left, he was a fat bastard. He was, <laughs> <laughs> you know, It just destroyed him, that six-month mm-hmm. period yeah. he was there. And I think being a manager and mental health must go hand in hand. You can see
5: how stress can impact a yeah. person. Mm. Especially because you, yeah. like, you see them almost on a weekly basis, on a Saturday afternoon. It's it's so odd that you can just mm. see the deterioration. Know, yeah, yeah. Mm. I was gonna say transformation. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's the same.
1: That's the same um, for Lampard when he was at Villa. Yeah,
4: yeah. Mm. You, that that whole transformation from there was yeah. incredible. To be fair, so sometimes although I, I, I never really liked the bike that much, but the the, the latter years of, of Wenger at Arsenal, you should just look at him and just feel sorry for him because mm. everyone wanted him out. He wasn't where the team wanted to be. Mm. Nothing was really going his way, relatively speaking, and. Sometimes a press conference, he was just getting asked, so when are you, when are you leaving? When are you yeah, going? Are yeah. they going to drive you out? When are you going? And you just look at and you must think, I've got to ask, answer this question every mm. week, and every pre-match, like, every post-match. Oh, yeah. And it just it grinds shows, you down. Know, yeah. And
1: it shows you you, know, you don't know what people are thinking and feeling, and it can come back to mental Health. Eh? If you if he's being asked that question every
5: single week, what's he feeling inside? He's like, why are you asking me that? Yeah, I mean you, you know, imagine if someone's asking you on a weekly basis, so, so when you're quitting your job, Andy... <laughs> Just yeah. Like, yeah. And it, like, I, I know it, it, it's a tough one, and it kind of links back in because, spe- particularly in football, like the amount of pressure they're under, like I, I, I definitely know I don't have the mental res- mm. resilience or fortitude to be able to put up with, you know, that scrutiny and do your job. I know we get well paid, but. To have that sort of intensity around you, and it's a different oh, yeah. one, isn't it?
1: It's it's major intensity as knowing that your life—if unless you're very clever with it—your life can be broadcast everywhere. And, uh, it's and, even
3: for you know Joe Public as well. I mean, you think of—I hate to say his name—but Jamie O'Hara's time at Wolves, it was well, going horrendously. He was getting—I don't know if he was getting spat at, but he was getting people, mm-hmm. you know, confronta- uh, confronting him when he's with his child. Yeah. That kind of I been mean, an easy thing to do. Did you read Coke. the
5: interview he gave, I think, a couple of, last week or a week before, when he was saying that when he was injured, he, he wasn't playing, but he still wanted that lifestyle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he, got, he was going on nights out. He wanted a buzz He wanted he, yeah. that bit of a buzz. And whatever I think about the guy, I, I, I get it to a certain extent. Yeah. And, you know, you look at the amount of footballers, and, you know, even, even say, Joe Public, who they're, they're searching for that thing to kind of spot like you know whether it's drink drugs exercise you know they're mm. looking for that adrenaline just to mm. kind of make them feel alive and i i can see you know you know some of the sorry states you, you know the examples we could list like gaza um you know um well the main um, one would be gary speed wouldn't it because yes. yeah well,
4: that something wasn't processing right with him mm. Mm. yeah i mean we'll um, talk about
1: secrecy that was some that just well, it's a good it's a good tangent to start yeah. on. Mm. Well,
4: I was gonna say, I was going to say cuz didn't really touching it later on there but about like the celebrity bit or football yeah. a bit yeah. and with football especially they don't they don't get any any slack from fans be- and the and the money thing is used as reason mm, number yeah. one. Mm. You look anywhere and you'll see if some if a player comes out and even wants to admit you know they're, they're struggling mentally yeah. what's the first thing that gets said back gets to back you're on 200 grand a week you yeah. should you should be happy. And, you, know,
1: yeah. you know I think I don't know if anyone's listening to it here but I'd recommend people to listen to it. When you've it is the, the the recent old gold club mm. podcast from Wolves of when we we're recording was with Scott Goldburn at the start he talks about mm. that he talks about that kind of that the footballers can't really open up about they and yeah. um, it
4: gets thrown back in the first all the time you're, you're on a lot of money so you should be fine what's the problem yeah. that's not that's not how it works yeah, yeah. everyone's it doesn't matter if you're on five pound a week or five hundred grand a week the money doesn't affect what's up here and yeah. how, what, what, yeah. how the well, chemicals I mean, in your brain
5: work. You know, yeah,
1: that's not yeah, yeah. how it works. It's different pressures. We yeah. all go through different pressures in life and yes, footballers get paid a lot of money but they are... It's all benefits.
5: We talk about this a lot of work. For, you know, your physical health is on par with your mental health by and large. Mm-hmm. But you know, a footballer can't necessarily be... You know, They might have a dodgy knee. It might be hereditary. They can't help it that you know, the, the, their ACL might go, and you'll still you'll see people come Well, he's on 100 grand a week. What? Why should his ankle break? Mm. And it's the same with. It's the same. Surely, when you're yeah. suffering a, why has he got an influx of dopamine? Or yeah, yeah. you wouldn't <laughs> so, question so, that, would yeah. you? Yeah, it's yeah. You know why? Why does he
3: have OCD? Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I want to go back onto secrecy and talk about it that a bit more. You know, in perhaps I don't know whether it's been a generational thing, but it's always we get the sense of mental health that it's a thing where you've got to keep it to yourself really, and you've got to put up a, a persona or an act for for it. Why why is that? Do we think? Because I think we are being more open in society now about it, but there is obviously still this sense of we've got to hold back personally. Is it? a fear of perception is it a fear of how we proceed with our friends without do we is there a fear that our friends may think less of us or they might think uh, in this way they think we're a bit soft or or we can't ask Dave to do that because you know Dave he, he, might, he might get rude about yeah. it why why I is think, there I that think, sense?
5: I think there is uh, sort of a misinterpretation sometimes you yeah. think you know j- just because you're like that occasionally, and it hits you at certain points, doesn't kind of detract from you know the 95% of the time. Mm. Um, I think it,
4: I think I could be wrong on this, but I think it, it depends on the industry you work in as well. Mm. Mm. So, for me, and and I, I work in a corporate sector I, for for a large company, we've got things in place where if something's affecting you, you can. If there's an employee assistance program you can mm. use, and mm. another an means. But I would imagine, and I wouldn't know, so I'm, I'm not in this industry. But I imagine if you're Dave, the builder on the building site, and you're struggling mentally, mm. do you re- do you think they they'd be comfortable opening up to all the lads on the site? They have got a problem. Yeah, no. I would. I would. I would yeah. yeah, I would tend to think that they're probably gonna give you. A bit of grief about it and probably take mm. the piss out of it. i mean i don't know that's me yeah I yeah think, i don't know yeah, i'm just i'm guessing um, there but you know we've got we've got our work we've got you know places you can go click on and look at people you can speak to we've got yeah. all the support networks there basically what i'm trying to say mm. but would that support network be there in other industries it, it, yeah companies will
1: probably it, uh, are trying to do more in different sectors to tackle that but the point still stands in, in a lot of places there is probably a, yeah. probably so not. There this, may not yeah. be a support the network. secrecy there. will be there, won't
2: yeah. it? You know, mm-hmm. sort of place because I don't yeah. feel comfortable in opening up to I, anyone here. It, I think it's a culture thing, and I think you've 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 all alluded it to there. I think going back briefly to the last discussion, when you guys were discussing there, I was thinking about money, the wealth, and football, and how that ties in. And I think the biggest example we had at the start of this generation was was Stan Collymore. And I remember really succinctly, um, I think John Gregory was the manager at the time and came out basically to say, how can Stan Collymore be miserable when he's earning 42 grand a week? And that wasn't that long ago. Mm -hmm. And at the Mm -hmm. time, and I hope he cringes on those words now because they seem so misguided and so far off the, the, the point as price. And you guys have mentioned that it isn't a relevance to, to wealth, it isn't a uh, relevance to job or occupation. I think in terms of secrecy, yes, that, um, you know, the stigma and the, you know, the industries if you're talking sort of um, engineering or, you know, we work in a, an area which is predominantly with, you know, engineering and. And and sort of blue collar work, and I think it it is difficult, and and you know the the podcast you referred to when Chris Lima was talking about the whole phrase manning up and so mm-hmm. forth, and I think that all, all all links in. So I think it is easier now, but I think what interests me on on mental health, um, and when I've talked to people uh, of their experiences, it's not specific potentially to. A life event or how you're doing at that time mm. a mm-hmm. friend of mine who's recently been going through it says right my life's fucking brilliant I've got a well, good yeah. job I'm you know I've got a partner I'm happy and I don't know why I'm feeling like <laughs> yeah. this yeah well, no, you, yeah, you no. know it, it so it's whilst there, there could be circumstances in one's life that trip you to be something um, perhaps the secrecy is saying I'm not going to tell people because they're going to think, "Are you mad?" Yeah, it's it's almost like the it's the embarrassment. Is it to say
1: someone to turn around and go, Mm -hmm. "What?" It's this again. It's this kind of misconception of how you react to someone. But it Mm -hmm. would be that case of, "Why are you feeling down?" Look at mm -hmm. what's going
5: for. Yeah, you've kind of hit the nail on the head. I mean, look at me. I'm twenty-six. You know, at the age of twenty-five, I was married, bought a house, had a pretty good job. Like, you know, mm-hmm. mm. from the outside, like, well, wh- why would I? Yeah. Why would yeah. I be What's... stressing about literally anything? Mm. And it's well, because I've you... got married, I've bought yeah. a house, yeah. and, I, and <laughs> I've actually got quite a good job. But I actually demands a level of responsibility. And, and at and that's very true. Yeah. But and do,
2: you, do you think, Rich? Though, do you think you you were kind of like, well, hang on, this isn't this isn't me. I shouldn't be in this category because of those things. Because you know, it, it's hard. Because I mean.
3: I think that's Part more of, of your, an, an external view of it. Yeah, yeah I would imagine I people would look at that from the outside and think, "Why are you yeah. stressed or, or whatever it is that you might be suffering with at the time?" Whereas you yourself, you would understand it more. But I think yeah. I think you can take an
1: external view of yourself, though. I think you can mm. look at mm. it and go, like you talking on there, right? You can go, "Hang on a second, this is all going for me. Why am I feeling yeah. like this? Yeah, like yeah. it doesn't I make think, sense. Mm, come mm. on, like you're almost in the sense, come on." yourself snap out of yeah. Yeah. it yeah but i think it's what you allude with the, the football analogy it doesn't matter how perceived life is going or people think life is going there may you know you, mm. you can have your own struggles for your own reasons and that is okay to have
0: answer me this how long have you had that mattress because it's looking even lumpier than my lockdown love handles and while those might be more cuddly a lumpy mattress is doing nothing for your comfort levels or your sleep So, whatever body you're rocking, put it on a Nectar mattress. And right now, you can save over $500 on any Queen or King bundle. That includes a Nectar mattress, foundation, mattress protector, cooling pillows and sheet set, as well as our 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com slash save 500 and get hugged.
2: And maybe it's been there since the start of the ladder. You know, if you talk about football, maybe you start a club. You may have this and and it just doesn't come out, it doesn't surface, it's always there, so there's no correlation between particularly how successful or how Mm. things aren't Mm. going bad, but it's there, and it's like, right, maybe I've fought this, and maybe there are certain lifestyle choices, or maybe you just can't fight these things, or maybe there's certain things where things have got in the way, but I've had a moment, and oh, it's got me now, it's caught Mm. with me. I think, for me,
5: like, part of it is like, Things happen in your life that impact it and impact how you are. So I I lost my dad at a relatively young age. You know, he passed away what, five years ago, this month. Yeah. And, you know, that was you know, he had a not to go on a bit of a sob story, but no, actually no, no. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he had a couple of years um battle with cancer and died when I was at university. And, you know, people would ask, you know, how you are and, you know, it was you know, when things are going well, everything's fine. Mm. Mm. When things aren't, and it could just be something really minor. So, like at university, it would be like getting a bad grade on a paper, and suddenly that was just yeah. like yeah. absolute. I was going to say car crash, a bit yeah, like, yeah. and it would take like I'd have to, you know, I'd have a routine where I'd call I'd call Beth, my wife, and we would chat on the phone for a bit. I'd then have to call my mum and chat to her for Mm. a bit, and then call at least one of my nans, because I'd know at that point, I'd probably had enough reassurance. Mm. Mm, To talk you down. Yeah, and it wouldn't be like, and you know, I just need to talk to someone, Mm. hear about what's going on with them, and set me straight and sometimes um, it's just
1: getting yeah. that off your chest that yeah. kind of it's like a weight and you're just able to go oh, yeah at least yeah. i can just get it out rather than being and in my head transfer it from my head to my mouth
5: yeah
4: and Cause like because you, you can catastrophize things if you keep yeah. speaking to yourself yeah. yeah.
1: that's what i mean that's what
5: i do yeah. if i,
4: if I don't, don't have anyone to talk to or anything i talk to myself say, and, yeah. Yeah. Little, yeah. Yeah. I, and it's yeah. ne- no it's never a great thing because then you just ruminate on things again yeah. over and, and over and again. it's almost
1: like i don't know it's almost like your mind, in some ways, is a different person and mm. is battling mm. on that thought. And it's, it's like why I talked about the war kind of thing before. It is like a battle with someone. Mm. And you're yeah. trying to say, you know, I'm going to win. And, well, oh, no, you're not. You know, it's, it's that two-way. And that's why I think it's mm. so good to yeah. talk because someone else will yeah. give you, not just that reassurance, but, okay, this is what you need to do. Yeah. For yeah. example, this is your Which, game plan now. You know, I, I'm, so, yeah.
5: I'm sure most of you will sort of know i'm really fortunate that my wife's actually very understanding about it and she has a you know she has to deal with her own stuff as well which isn't definitely not my time or place to talk about it yeah. here on this platform but actually she you know if i am struggling a bit she she knows exactly what i say just to put me straight and usually that's what it is and it's not a man up it's a very much you no know, this is who you are richard you know, mm. yeah, you, you can do this, and you know you can do it because you know You're you doing do it, it. and yeah. you'll just have you'll do this every eight weeks, and you know it's that's kind mm. of how it is. I mean, in terms of being secretive about it, um, I, I was trying to work this out earlier, sort of trying to work out how open I I am or want to be about certain things because I'm not necessarily a big fan of putting a lot of um, health stuff I think that's the easiest way health stuff on social media mm. um, like that doesn't quite sit right with me you know um, you know Come back to my dad like I, I know he'd have been fuming if I was like yep yeah, just dropping dad off to have chemo and like because I know that would have like made him really upset but for me I wouldn't necessarily want to put something like I'm struggling on social media Mm -hmm. the same way I probably wouldn't say ah twisted my knee playing football and that's kind of how Mm, I rationalise it And but if someone asks me so why are you limping oh I injured my knee playing football and someone asks me like because apparently and I didn't quite realise this a few the people I work with um, I just think I'm being fine usually at at lunch I'll be on my phone on Twitter um, as as you do Um, but a couple of people said you've been really quiet the last uh, week or two rich at lunch you haven't said a word and it kind of hit me like a bit of a ton of bricks for mm. i'd not been amazing i'd not been great mm. but actually go like no because you usually talk you might be on your phone but you do engage with the conversation so it's like well what's going on mm. here and to be fair i almost polar opposite to adam who works for quite a big company we've got what 12 in We've got 16 staff overall, of which 12 are in one office. So we're quite a close-knit bunch. Mm. And if someone ain't right, you can tell. You can yeah. tell. Yeah. And Sometimes
3: it's difficult to see those times when you're feeling yeah, Because you? mm. you're you're in the middle of it. <clears throat> yeah. So you often don't see. It's like, yeah. I know, as you can say, I'm quite childish, but I know that if I haven't read a comic book for a while, not that mm. comic books make me feel happy, but I know, shit, there's something wrong. Why mm. haven't I done that? Why haven't I had the, the want yeah. to do yeah, yeah. it? So, mm-hmm. I recognise that as an indicator to me that I haven't done that. Is there something I need to think mm-hmm. about or sort out? I, th- I
1: think what I want to kind of make clear as well that, you know, yes, society I think is getting better in, in opening and talking about it, but we're not here saying, right, everyone, you've got to now let all your no. feelings out. People are allowed to, to themselves to be as open or as close mm-hmm. about it. I think
3: Sometimes isolation is a good thing. Sometimes yeah, you feel a, yeah. you need to take yeah. yourself away you need, from yeah. everybody. Yeah. I think the thing is repair. that
1: it, it's, it's more that it is it is okay to talk about it. You know, if you feel yeah. you need to, mm. you don't have to be as secretive if you don't want to be, if that makes it sense. It depends how it works for the person, doesn't yeah, it? Exactly, I mean, yeah, exactly, like yeah.
4: Secrecy-wise, I mean, Hoops has known me a long time and I, I rarely have ever talked about yeah, yeah. my struggles, yeah. really, and mm-hmm. that's purely something that I've just chosen. Because, I've, mm, chosen oh, to, I've chosen to not really mm. talk about it that much yeah. because... 'm f- primarily going back to the start i wasn't sure what people would 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 yeah. think yeah. I, I, yeah 13 years on now i like i'm I'll, i'm more happy to well i'm talking about it now yeah. so i'm quite happy, so I'm yeah. quite happy to, yeah. to to be open about it um i, f- f- I would like to think you know if, if i've spoken about it openly now in the pub but i don't think anyone really know mm. i think, it. Yeah. I think no, people would i think it's a tricky one
2: because i think you know um yeah i mean in terms of prices scenario you can allude to it and you're kind of aware of it and i've got other friends but you don't want to be that guy who prize either you kind of know it's a real delicate balance which i find difficult whereby i don't want to go are you okay and and dive too much in, into it and be like i'm kind of here because i don't want to patronize yeah does that make sense yeah because you know I, I, so you just kind of like, you know, you just want to say to everyone, and we've got a great group around this table and, a, and, a, and an extension of that where we all get on really well. Mm. Um, and it's and it's fantastic. I love it. And, you know, and, and I guess really what, what we all want to say to everyone who are close family and friends is we, we perhaps won't pry because you've all got what you've got, you know, on your on your minds and still, yeah. but we are there. We do want to have a chat. And it's cheesy as hell. I mean, give a yeah. shit. But we yeah. do, because it's difficult because people are going through things and you don't always know and you don't always pick up the signs and sometimes I feel shit thinking I should have known because mm. I've had friends in my life mm. who have gone through it and I've gone God I, I really should have just clocked there was something that wasn't right mm. and you feel fucking shit about it but it's it's difficult so you know I think that the key is is making sure that we're all not educated but socially aware to say if Adam or whoever wants to talk about things that what kind of here And do you think we might yeah. not pry because we don't feel that's appropriate? If you but it's you feel not that we don't, we care, care, self, don't but it's yeah. Yeah. yeah Well this this kind of
1: leads onto that, yeah. which I don't know if it's a stereotype from kind of our point of view, that let's put it in the scenario, Adam and Roy, Adam, you said something you opened up to Rye about something. Mm. And would Roy I'm saying the stereotypically here think okay, I'll talk, to Adam I'll talk to you about it and in the back of the head would would people and I'm just again stereotyping here be like Right so okay I've I've talked to him about that, that's fine but is he is he going to call me tomorrow and ask me again no. and is he going to call me again the next day and then how am I going to mm. is there a, could there be a sense of awkwardness for people who are who you I don't know you open up to someone and then you may feel a bit like I I don't know how if they
2: I think, think it's you see what so I mean? think, yeah. yeah I think it's a, it's more it's more about saying this is what I'm dealing with and I you know you're aware of it I don't want to breach any confidences here because, as I say, I've got a few mm. friends who are mm. dealing with certain situations, but there was a situation in a friend's life recently which I didn't know why they were being difficult with me, mm. and mm-hmm. I really didn't know, and I was like, the penny's going to drop in a minute because they're being awkward with <laughs> me. As I say, it's difficult on to talk about, But they told me the reason why, and... I was like, shit, I get it. So yeah. it, it, it is difficult unless you mm. know. Mm-hmm. So so what I then didn't do was, no, I didn't call and check in. Is everything okay? But you're just aware. Yeah. So when you're in certain circumstances where maybe you may be a little more jovial about a sensitive issue, which mm. they've made you aware of, you take that back or you mm. protect them and go, actually, I'm not going to put them in that situation yeah, yeah, yeah. because I know. So it's not, potentially following up all the time it's just being aware guys mm. i'm going to handle this a little bit differently because you've told me and i you know. know a few few
1: years ago i had a a friend of mine who out of the blue called me and and opened up about something they were they were dealing with and we spoke about it for a, a few days over the phone and then it, it was resolved um and i remember my wife saying to me you know that's Quite two things. So quite a bold thing for him, who's probably never spoken to you about that before, to call you and open up about that. Mm. But also, how much must that person trust you that they are opening up about you? They know you're not going to really talk to anybody else about it, Um, and that you know you don't have to bring it up again. Yeah, you Mm. just know. You might just just you might just say, "Is everything all right?" And then that's it. You carry Mm, on. There's never need. In a sense, there never needs to be. A conversation about it again, unless they want to have that yeah. conversation again. I was gonna say, and I think maybe if people feel awkward about people opening up to them, realise that that's quite a bit of an honour, really, mm. that someone mm, trusts you that absolutely. much. Yeah, they, yeah, the eyes in a family potentially, that they mm. that they feel comfortable yeah. in your presence to say, "Look, can I can I chat to you about this?" I was going to
5: say that that would be that's my sort of ethos with anything like this. I, I'm I'm not the sort of person I, I text one person a day my wife I, I barely like I don't necessarily just text all my friends seeing how they're doing on a daily basis but if someone has you know trust me enough or is willing to open up about something I don't call you know at that point if you wouldn't call me up at two in the morning yeah or text me throughout the day um you know that doesn't that, that will not bother me and if they, because yeah. you know for them to take that step it is yeah. so hard and sometimes like, um, you know my my a family friend he he had on and off like he'd been struggling with bits of anxiety and went off to university and it was only in Birmingham I work in Birmingham and I sent him a couple of texts a few weeks before saying listen let me know when you're free for I'll let you settle in and. I kind of gave it a little bit of time because I thought, you know what, I'll let him settle in. And I like, I ended up being with, away with work and then sent him a text on Monday and then got a text from my mum about a day later saying, you know, he's dropped out of uni. So he just couldn't... It just wasn't... In my, the moment he basically got to uni, he said, it is just too much mm. for me. And for I, I was really upset for a couple of days because... You know, I've known him all his life mm. and, hell, going for a point with me probably wasn't going to solve the issue. But part of me sort of thought, you know, and I, I I sent him a text and I sent his brother a text as well afterwards sort of saying, you know, listen, call me if you need anything. And spoke mm. to his brother and, you know, it was nothing you can do. And, there's, you know, then it sort of stems into me going like, well, I should have just called him.
2: We yeah, but it's difficult, rich. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, but. it's it's and it's kind of what Andy alluded to earlier about isolation as well. Because when I've been going through a tough time, I don't want people ringing me all the time asking mm. me how I am. Because that can work mm. in the opposite effect yeah. <laughs> as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that's that's the difficulty. Because yeah. and I know it's out of kindness and I know it's out of sincerity. But you know, when there's been points in my life where I've been going through shit. Um, it's kind of just saying, and, and that's really difficult because people respond differently. Because mm. somebody might be like, no, call me all the time, please. Yeah. Yeah. And others might be like, so you, don't. Yeah. So it's like, the, the, there's times where, you know, I've been going through a hard a time at home with my wife. And my wife's been like, she's has to be really supportive. And I'm it's like, not I, don't the, wanna, yeah. I don't want I don't, to, yeah. you know, and it's no disrespect to her because she's amazing. And I worship her. But... You'd I have to have that time away and go. Yeah. I don't want you right now. I don't want anyone. I need that time yeah, away. Yeah. But it's so difficult for that person mm. because yeah. she'll check in and go, oh, "Are you all right?" and I go, no, "I'm just in the pub. What? I'm on my own. I'm on my own because I want to be. I'm actually yeah. okay." Mm-hmm. but that's tough. So it's really difficult to cut. Kind all of, oh, you, I, I, we're not professionals here and we have to state this and, and what works no we do we that. talk that <laughs> <'Cause discernment laughs> the stars <No>, no, <laughs> yeah. keep yourself right no because what, what what works for one person might not yeah. work for it so mm. I'm not here to give advice and that's what, that's, yeah, that's that's what, what we're, what we're trying to say is that people you know, have their preferences certain ways yeah. bit, yeah. so, so people might go I get it so and you just have to manage and kind of yeah. try and understand yeah. you know? yeah. if so,
3: you ever listen to Griefcast the, the Ad Lloyd's podcast it's about Dealing with bereavement and hands of the celebrity yeah. are dealing with bereavement. Mm. What I find fascinating is that is that no Radio p- Two one? Is
2: that no? We, it's on? Yeah. Uh, I think she's yeah. been
3: on Radio Two recently. Yeah, yeah. sorry, really. yeah. um, But it's it's amazing how everyone's going through the same bereavement thing, but it's completely different for everybody. Mm. Yeah, there's there's no two people who do the same. Cause it's the seven steps, isn't it? Bargaining yeah. and yeah. But, but actually, that's thrown out the window. You probably hit all seven of them, but. At different stages, and, and I just a, find that incredible. It's that
5: it's different timescales, as well. Yeah, like me, me and Beth were chatting about it yesterday, and it, it sounds stupid, but I'm still in a level of <clears> denial <throat> about my dad's passing five mm. years ago, mm. and that's a really fine real thing, thing to say. I does. think, yeah, it's pe- so people
1: deal with mental in their own ways, and they, you mm, know, yeah. and I think it's just in some ways, it's it, again, that's just okay. I think it's sort yeah. of there's not a set I way, and that's fine. There's not a set way, yeah. I
5: think it's a personal reflection of things that you've gone through as well when so you know i've got a friend who you know after my dad died he texted me every single day for about six months and it was mm-hmm. how are you doing or it was about wolves and like to a point where i was like mate you need to stop like i get it but I uh, you know I, he might even be like, adam media like he well big wolf fan. we still sit to the games together and i cannot love him enough for that show of care mm. more than anything else because yeah sometimes you do want to be alone and me and me and Beth have this thing where we call it separate um, together but alone time so we could just be on opposite sofas just doing opposite things but you know I'm in my zone she's in hers but yeah to have someone like care that much like just hammer you every day mm. to say, you're oh, right it's still I'm better not, to have that yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I completely get what you mean but sometimes yeah. just to have that point where you can just mm. you know and for yourself i'm guessing and for me running mm, it mm, just because no, you mate. you do just mm. it, it you mm. know I, I prefer playing football to running don't get me wrong but just that point where you can zone out and we, a weird kind of it's gonna say a coping strategy it's gonna sound almost not that real positive for me actually doing actually doing a podcast every week well this is what yeah. i go back to the the, the, um, the, w- the
1: world war thing i mentioned before yeah when I, you know, I was at, uh, some of you guys might not have even been on the show. but Richie might have been on mm. it when this was going on with me. But you know, when I did this show, it was that it was that one hour for that
2: one week where I literally forgot
1: about yeah. everything. Mm. Was that because of the
2: structure, Danny? Was it because it I was don't? Like it it could had, have been. Yeah, I think yeah. because
1: my mind was like, I'm doing a podcast. Mm. Um, I know what we're talking about I really enjoy it and, almost, I, and I also need to concentrate yeah, on trying itself. to make sure the show yeah. is structured mm-hmm. and we, we, we don't go off too many tangents I was just focused You're solely almost, on you that
5: you start to become Dave and, producer and yeah, than but Dave also it made me think
1: stuff, when, when that happened I was like it was almost like I was Back to the person that I knew I was. Yeah, if you knew what I were. And as soon as it ended, it was almost like Andy's analogy. Just the wave comes back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was such a. That's why I, um, you know, like doing this show so much over the years as well because you know, in in such a tough period in my life, it was almost a saving. Yeah. it was a I was gonna say like, yeah.
4: I think people go and like find their own means. I mean, like you have exercise, people do meditation mm. or other or thought like yoga and stuff. Other people and it it seems weird but it's not some adults actually get adult colouring books yeah and it sounds, Honestly, it sounds weird yeah, because, because no, people no, get, people get their yeah. people get their books you you got a and it's really, book good, it's really good it's a really yeah. good thing that people <laughs> yeah. find, people you, find therapeutic people really find therapeutic because it's just something that they can just put their mind on and just do <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean sometimes I've even yeah sometimes I, I've i just grab my son's colouring book and like I'll just do one of his pages. But that's it's, just, why, yeah. well, it's fine <laughs> just to sit there and just sit and do it and just just your my that, off for 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, that's that why fun. I
1: love watching films, like put turn the lights off, watch a, a film like a sci-fi film because mm, it's yes. that sense of escapism. Mm. Um, mm. You know, like, it's, as silly as it sounds, like with Doctor Who being on Sundays now, I'll record it, I'll watch it later on with Catherine and it's just this sense of... For forty five minutes or not just I can just out. escape yeah. that world and watch something yeah. and be immense in that world yes. and I think sometimes in life, with all the different stresses and strains that come mm. in life anyway, mm. you do need those avenues 100%. of escape yeah. Yeah. and I think things like you know not just team watching box sets but running and and having hobbies as well, having something that's almost yours, you yeah. know what I mean, mm. even if it's just playing football, if it's just mm. making something it's that place to switch your mind off. For a while, well, yeah. I mean, escape.
5: I was going to say it's, it's ironic in a way. It, it, it's not running away from your feelings, mm. but you know, the reason why I basically got involved in this because I finished university and, I, frankly, I probably wasn't at a point where I wanted to confront a lot of stuff. So I just started writing about football again, and sort of lo and behold, we're here <laughs> four years <laughs> yeah. later. But like for me, like I, I will just throw myself into a like a new thing. Mm. And like it, you can always describe it as a fad, and but like sometimes they stick, sometimes they don't. Mm. The last f- four, f- well, f- yeah, three months now. It's been American football. Mm. Honestly, I've probably watched more American football and be more involved in that than I have done. Like actually, apart time. from apart from Wolves, like I, I'm more keen to. I listen to NFL podcasts. I play. I played I played half an hour of Madden before I came here tonight. Because just the kind of the escapism from mm. that and it being a new and different thing, so I'll play a video game just constantly until i've until I've finished mm. the quest or whatever, and that'll just be my focus, and all of a sudden it's done, and I'll just move on to the next thing
1: mm. gentlemen, I want to um talk a bit more about this before we wrap it up for this episode, but I want to go back on the Wolves tangent once again mm. uh, and again we we're recording this podcast in a November time uh, Wolves do have a game it's international break they do have a game this weekend as recording in Huddersfield so who would like a quiz gentlemen oh, go on! Ben. before we wrap it all up <laughs> if we must uh, Dan our quiz master has once again sent me a quiz all prompted. Well done, Dan. No.
5: What a man. What a man. <laughs> uh,
1: so I'm going to do the. Uh, quiz. Does he
5: just send you, like, for the middle of the night? Yeah, just, just random yeah. quizzes. Dave, There's just a- do this one Dave, for me. Dave, got a teaser.
1: Uh, so it's six questions once again. Uh, it's Wolves versus Huddersfield. So if you're uh, listening still, play along at home. See so you get on. Here we go, gentlemen. Uh, the last time Wolves played Huddersfield, we were beaten 1 0 at Molyneux. But who was the only Portuguese player in the Wolves squad that day? I'm going to go.
5: F- The oh god, I forgot his name for for the (laughs) fullback, um, Silvio 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 Silvio. That's my answer, (laughs) yeah. yeah,
1: Rising Kim,
2: when about was it? Sorry, he doesn't give me a date, he doesn't give me a date. That's what I'm trying to. I, I, okay, I don't think it is, but just to kind of give a different answer, what about Texera? Texera, okay, Andy, what are you going for? It would have would it have
3: been under Lambert? I'm That's what I'm thinking. I think it would have been under it have been
2: Lambert. It probably just cost I it if it I'll go with.
3: I have a feeling it's Sylvia. I think it's Sylvia. under Lambert towards, mm. t- towards yeah. the end of the season.
1: It was Silvio, gentlemen. Ah. It was Silvio. Yeah. So a point all round for three of the gentlemen here. Next question. The last time we was played at Huddersfield, we lost 1 0 due to a goal by Rajiv. But both uh, both weeks got paid. Van La Parra <laughs> what a man! Uh, but what shirt number did he wear for Wolves? What shirt number did Van La Parra wear for Wolves? I think
5: seventeen.
1: I I remember that day, by the way, when he sent that. Uh, was it a tweet? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great oh, day. That was day. straight. That's a that straight, straight screenshot. Yeah, yeah, great day. So, so who said seventeen? So I said seventeen? Seventeen for one. Seventeen. Seventeen. I can say seventeen. Seventeen I was in the game. It was seventeen as well. It is seventeen. <laughs> it is
3: seventeen. <laughs> 17. Little aside. I went to that game at the. <laughs> I was going to say Macau points. What is this? Oh, might yeah, be. I've mean, yeah. got there and got to Rotherham. Stopped off at the services, got me a coffee. Got back onto the motorway. Fuck! I've left my ticket at home oh. in Rotherham. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, "Call my mum." Like, "Mom, can you call Huddersfield? To try and get this <laughs> sorted." So I ended up having to buy another ticket, which was on the front row, and it pissed it down. Oh. Um, and then obviously it was a terrible match. And then I got a re- refund on the other ticket when
1: I got back. Uh, next question. The last time Wolves beat Huddersfield was 3-0 thanks to goals from Afobi and Kevin MacDonald. But how many goals has Benic Afobi scored for Wolves to date? How many goals has the Benic man scored for Wolves to date?
3: Uh,
1: I'm not going to go first this time. <laughs> 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 to judge the scene. I'm going
3: to go with 26.
1: 26. I'm going for exact here, by the way. I'm not going oh, for no. nearest. Oh, okay. 30. 30. Ooh. What are you going for, Adam? Ruminating over it. Just Ruminati- calculating. Ruminating
4: again, Cal- as, I, as I always do.
1: <laughs> Carrying them on.
4: Does uh, someone say 30? 30. Mm-hmm.
1: Oops. 31. 31. Oh. 22. 22. And he was so close. 28. Oh, oh, all right, sorry, you yeah. 30 oh. so close as well. The okay, so the last time Wolves won at Huddersfield was 4-1 in 2015. Dicko, a phobe, and an own goal from then Huddersfield player Connor Cody. But which former England manager named him captain of the England Under Twenty team for the 2013 FIFA Under Twenty World Cup? So basically, which uh, former England manager named him captain as the England Under Twenty team for that World Cup?
3: First team manager. Uh,
1: Says which former? It's former. Sorry, former England manager. Former England manager.
4: Hmm. I think I'm going to say Peter Taylor.
1: Peter Taylor is one Hmm.
4: answer.
5: I'm gonna go with Stuart Pearce.
1: Stuart Pearce.
5: Wait, is it former managers and former England manager?
1: It just said which former England manager. You have stated your
4: answer. I've <laughs> always <laughs> stated it. Yeah. No, <laughs> Peter. Peter, Peter Taylor. It's, it's so locked he in now. Managing <laughs> England
5: did, for a match. T- t- yeah. yeah. So, so I was Peter I was Taylor go, was my. Ma- oh, just to just to
3: mix
2: it up, I'll yeah. still go yeah. Pearce. Howard okay.
3: Wilkinson. Howard Wilkinson. He had a
2: match, didn't he? I, I think he came into it later, but maybe he was in the. Southgate Southgate yeah.
1: someone's took the lead and that man is Adam Peter yeah. Taylor ah. Was the awesome man uh, in light of our recent wing back dilemma which wing back for Wolves scored against Huddersfield in a 2-0 away win in February 97 oh, god
5: Dan Baisley um,
1: straight there with Darren Baisley he's confident riches
5: <laughs> I was five at the time I don't know why I've got it with such at a at attitude pardon at
1: Huddersfield er uh, it doesn't say. Just which no. wing must scored for Wolves against Huddersfield In a 2-0 away win. Sorry, oh, yes, away 97. Win, yeah. 97, yeah.
3: I was there at that one as well. I think I know the
4: answer. Oh, he's keeping
1: it to himself. Is yeah. it
4: to specify right-wing-back or any-wing-back?
1: It's right which wing-back.
4: Wing back. Oh, OK. 97. Which is whilst it's too cocksure with... It's not Mo
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> we yeah. can be sure of yeah. that. Stu will
3: be checking his fact book <laughs> just yeah. to make sure.
1: So I'm going to hush you for an answer, hush you, rush
2: you for an answer here. I'm just going to say Baisley as well. Baisley. else. Right. I think he would have retired by now. I'm yeah. going to say Thompson. Thompson. I think it was Steve Froggett. It was Steve Froggett. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say. Adam was, and Andy. I only went
5: for Basley because Dan tweeted from FanCast with Basley earlier. And I thought that was going to be stuck in his head.
1: <laughs> uh, so Adam and uh, Andy joined here.
2: But he, he was winning at yeah. yeah. the time. But he's more
3: I remember wing, but it yeah, only yeah. had three stands at the time. It was still mm. being built that way.
1: Uh, Right, next question. Nuno's opposite number, David Wagner, made eight international appearances for the US of A, which always stumps me, that does. (laughs) Uh, But what position did he play in his career? Where did he play in his career, gentlemen? David Wagner. In goal. In goal. Centre half. Centre half.
4: I was going to say, yeah, defence. Centre.
1: Yeah, centre half. Centre defence. Make him right back. Right back. Gentlemen, none of you are right. A striker. Oh, banging okay. in the goals.
3: I don't remember who on chat manager, to no. be honest.
1: <laughs> uh, right, so, there is a tiebreaker between Adam oh, and yeah. Andy. And there is a tiebreaker question, of course. Of course there is. Uh, so, to date, in all competitions between the two clubs, Huddersfield have won 36, Wolves have won 32, how many draws have there been? <laughs> <laughs> Nearest answer, of course, to win the game, or exact, of course... Who picks up the?
4: I just to look at my phone for something completely yeah. different.
5: Old <laughs> um, teams as well; they're both 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 got a rich and illustrious history, yeah. guys.
1: What we're we going for here: Watfordisfield draws
5: thirty-two,
4: thirty-six, and I don't know. What, I don't know why I'm saying those numbers because that could mean absolutely nothing. Yeah,
3: thirty-four.
1: Saying so thirty-four draws. Yeah. Okay,
4: thirty-four draws. I would say 29 draws
1: 29 draws well the answer gentlemen was a staggering you're not going to believe this Zero. Tell you. <laughs> 14 uh-huh. which is Adam this week
0: well on
1: the special well podcast nice. takes the crown well done well done I like these quizzes <laughs> <laughs> again if you are a, a loyal fancast listener and you have the time we would like to know who's won the quiz every week so we can make a leaderboard
5: also if you want to suggest a quiz <clears throat>
1: yeah Submit your quizzes. Yeah. New feature.
5: Yeah. I don't know how Dan will feel. but yeah. I'm, I'm, basically, I'm basically outsourcing. <laughs> Dan his work. will not be happy. I mean, he has someone to do uh, his yeah. actual job. Why not outsource <laughs> the quiz as
1: well? Um, I want to go back on our topic for this week and kind of the uh, the final bit to wrap up this episode, gentlemen. And I think my final bit would be: what would you, if you have advice for someone who perhaps is going through a uh, child is going through a challenging period at the moment or someone who perhaps has never experienced it and uh, they don't know how to maybe approach someone or uh, they just don't really understand it as much what would your advice or your your thing to take away from this show would be for people
3: there, there's so much help available to people mm. out there I think if which no matter which boat you're in in that that situation mm. you know there's there's places you can go to, to look at it there's places like um, calm the campaign of living against mm-hmm. uh, Mis- living okay, miserably, miserably yeah. and then you've got mind UK mm. you know just give them a call or, or I think there's um yeah. men's health men's health forum I think it is yeah. and they'll that they can contact you via text or by email if you don't want to talk to somebody if you just want to text them mm. just go on Google search you know you know help yeah. for mental health it, issues there's a wealth of information there's lots out of there. stuff
5: on the NHS website as well yeah. To it I mean, yeah
4: the NHS and I mean, even if it comes with samaritans as well if it's if yeah. it's, yeah. If it's, it's that, if you, you, you don't have to, to tell people your name you.
3: or you know you just mm. there are people out there
4: i mean i mean yeah it depends on, it all depends on i mean you it's possible for you to gauge the severity of it yourself I mean, there's there's plenty of places you can start to look at it and even for things like like Just stress as Mm. well. Mm. Um, I mean, myself, I I find myself getting stressed very, very easily over uh, over anything, and Mm. then it it renders me incapable of just making simple decisions. Mm. And the way I liken it to sometimes is kind of like in like video game situations where you know you're playing a a game, and like you come to a a point in the game where you have to make a decision, and you can go one path if you make that decision, Mm. another one. Sometimes it's hard for me to even make a simple decision like like that. I want to know the outcomes of both things before I pick one. (laughs) At least in the game, I can reload it, reload the save if I don't like what I've done. Mm. I want to experience both things first before I can pick. Well, sadly, life doesn't have a reload function. Mm. So I I, I find it difficult sometimes just to make. I want to know what happens if I do that before I do that. And it's really quite hard for me to to process that. And just just sometimes just talking it through with with Sarah and my wife-to-be sometimes just can just say just calm down and just i'm sure you know everything's gonna be fine just just pick one if, if, you feel like you just pick something you pick whatever whatever decision it is. along ruminating over just just go with it just think of it think put your rationale behind a single one just just go with it so you've got the things we can all look at online that can mm. that can help us out and you have your nearest and dearest that can you can open up to and you can you just use mm. those as much as you can, or as much as you wish, or as much as you want to, mm. in order to help you out with any sort of dilemma that you find yourself in or whatever situation you need in order to get some help on.
1: Mm. Anybody else for I any kind just,
2: of final tidbits? No, tidbit? just, just, just fine, I think the guys are it and, and you know, for anyone listening, we, we hope it's helped, you know, mm. we're, we're just here, just, just a bunch of guys, just having a chat, and we all go through trials and tribulations, and no one's worse or better off than anyone else. It is what it is, life can be shit, but life can be bloody good as well. Mm. And it's tough, and, and what works for one might not work for the other, but as the guy said, there's loads of stuff out there. Uh, I know Andy's looked at it. We've all looked at it. There's the MIND website I had a look at this week, mind.org.uk. They're doing A to Z on mental health where they do a breakdown. There's also a contact us now where you can contact someone straight away. So we just hope that this, this forum helps and, you know, people can have a chat should they wish. But there's loads of resources out there, so don't be alone. Just yeah. have a chat, and thanks for listening. And if there's any feedback, obviously get in touch with the, the fan cast. And we could, potentially we could always have a chat on a later date and reconvene yeah. should, you know... Yeah you want us to so, we yeah. can
4: always post some of the links from the Twitter page yeah. also yeah. on the I think Twitter feed yeah. as well can't yeah, we'll we
5: will definitely make sure we drop some of those
2: finger. Rich
4: um, any thoughts
5: from you yeah in terms of my kind of final ones I think it's maybe a bit of an obvious one particularly to uh, you know um, guys out there men out there listening as you know and uh, we know the uh, <laughs> you know the split is going to be guys mostly That's listening a to the yeah. Um, yeah. you know but I was going to say it's, it's okay to cry that would yeah. be one of mine but mm-hmm. it, yeah. it's a really hard one and actually, it's it, your body wanting to let out that emotion. Sometimes, um, you know, if you are struggling to find people to talk to, you know, if, if you look for your phone book, especially for who you think your close mates are, and you go, "I don't think I can talk to them about this." I was going to say, you need to reassess that. Um, you know, on a, on a friendship level, you know, if I look through mine and go, you know, actually, if you know my close mates, I know I can speak to them if I want to. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't class them as a close mate if I couldn't. But if there aren't, if you don't have those people in your life, um you know I'm, I'm actually really fortunate that I've actually got a really close knit of friends and family. um But if you don't, there are people out there who you know you might not want to talk to them as well. You might want to have someone who's a bit more detached from the situation. You know, and I completely get that as well. Like, just don't, genuinely, don't be afraid. Mm. Uh, for it because that's the real that's the real kicker Um, yeah
2: and we're going to win by the way the weekend (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
4: I am (laughs) maybe negative about a few things there's one thing I'm always positive about (laughs) that's the
1: Wolves (laughs) (laughs) um Just final thing here, as Rye mentioned, you know we're we're not experts. We are. We've just used this podcast to kind of talk about this. So, like the guys have mentioned, if you feel like you need to seek out further support and advice, there's so many resources, such as Mind. And the Samaritans as well, and if you, and also contacting your local GP as well mm. to talk to somebody about if you feel like you need any further support as well. Uh, just before we really finish off, again, I just want to thank our, uh, partners Pixel Yeti Media, who are a fantastic web design company. If you uh, want to find out what they do, go check them out at pixelyetimedia.com. And we're all, we're all here on our social media, just typing Wolves Fancast, and you can find us there. The final thing uh, from this episode and from me is just to say. Whether you're someone who is going through something at the moment and you feel like the weight of the world is on you, or you're somebody who has noticed your friend, it seems a bit quiet lately, or doesn't seem to be the same, there's never been a better time to talk than now. See you next time.